Hallelujah. So good to see you this morning. And I know you just ask for later. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to go ahead and get in the Word. There's some specific things I believe the Holy Spirit wants to get across this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Do you have great expectation for 2021? Great expectation for 2021. Can you say that with me and say this? I have great expectation for 2021. Hallelujah. What does abundant overflow look like in your life? Hallelujah. I want to read the prophetic word that came from us from Dr. Savell. I'm so grateful for Dr. Savell and Miss Carolyn and so grateful for, for going on 52 years of ministry and going this year and so grateful for the gifts that they are. And give, give our founding pastors a hand. Amen. Thank you so much. Let me read this word. It says, a new era has begun and more and more signs and wonders will be seen in 2021. For those who will heed my voice and obey my words, they'll experience my goodness and my power as never seen nor heard. They'll see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth and they'll prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow, that's what they'll see. And I'll bring it to pass because of their love and their obedience to me. No longer will their enemy have the upper hand, for my spirit is moving and outpouring my power is coming upon the land. Many triumphant victories will mark this new era. It's what I plan, so rest in me. Miracle after miracle, that's what I'll do. Decree it and receive it and know that it's true. Refuse to be swayed by what's said in the news with me on your side. How can you lose? So stay with my word. It's faithful and true. I'll bring it to pass and great things I will do. Wow. Woo, great things I will do. Yes, a new era is here. It's already begun and I plan marvelous things for you in 2021. Abundant overflow is the order of the day. So rest assured it's on its way. Your adversary can't stop what I've already decreed. So stay in faith and get ready to receive. Allow no one to discourage you by what they say. Keep looking to me and I'll have my way. Tell my people they'll need to remain strong and stay close to me so they'll not be deceived by their enemy. His attacks will intensify and he'll try to prevail, but my power is greater and it shall not fail. Fear not nor be fretful over whatever shall come. The battle is mine and I've already won. Contrary to what you'll see and what you shall hear, 2021 will be a great year. A year of abundance and overflow. That's my plan and it shall be so. 2021, abundant overflow, it's already begun. And then he's also said this on October 11th. A great shaking, a great shifting, a great displacing will take place in your nation. And then immediately following this, there will come a great awakening and a great outpouring. And I'm going to define these words real quick. It says, shaking, the act of causing something to be removed or replaced. The act of changing position or direction. The act of laying aside someone and making room for another. 
then awakening is this, the act of becoming more attentive to the will, the plans, and the purposes of God. See, that's what we need to be more focused on than things that might be happening in our world around us. We need to become attentive to the will, the plans, and the purposes of God. Then outpouring is this, I love this, a sudden, rapid flow and barrage of God's spirit, God's power, God's anointing, God's love, and God's blessing. Amen. Can you give me a shout of praise for the word? Is that a shout of praise? Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Now, now, Miss Carolyn, when she thought we were asleep in Bible school, she'd make us like take out our chair and do jumping jacks. You don't really do that on Sunday morning. Do you? Hallelujah. Abundant overflow. Now, last week I talked about holding to instructions. How many people were to hear the word from last, last Sunday? Holding to instructions. This prophetic word is filled with instructions. This, the word of God in your lap, is filled with instructions. You know, the prophetic word, the written word, is a, it is God's heartbeat. It is God's desire. It's God's blueprint. It's his picture for us for his, for the end result of what he wants us to operate and walk in. You know, last week I talked about, you know, putting together a dresser and you have all those different parts and pieces and, and you have to look at the box and you have to look at the instruction manual and you have to go step by step to get the end result. See, we all want the end result, right? We, we all want abundant overflow. Has anybody in here not want abundant overflow? Do you want abundant overflow? Now, now this morning for the sake of instruction, I, you know, I like brownies. I like cake. I, I like cake. Red velvet cake. See, you, you have to see the word of God and you have to see the prophetic word kind of like a cake box. You see, you can look at the box and you can say, I, I want a piece of that. You, you may be saying, oh, I, I want some cake right now. Whatever your favorite cake might be. And, and you see the picture and you see exactly what it's supposed to look like. But yet there's instructions to receive the end result. You know, on the back here it says, you know, it's not just having the picture of what I want. It's not just having an idea of what I want, but, but there's some steps to follow if I want to get the end result. I have to hold to the instructions. You know, I might even have all the ingredients necessary. I could have the mix. I may have the eggs. I may have the, I may have the milk and, and I may have all those things sitting on my counter and I can have everything in a row, but all of a sudden I, I need a bowl. Okay, I may have the bowl and I can put all the ingredients, I can crack the egg, I can, I can measure the milk, I can do everything that I need to do, but wait a minute, I, I need to mix it with something. All right, well, I, okay, I mix it. Well, after there's, there's still something to follow. You have to, you have to turn on the oven. You have to set it at 325 and you have to let it preheat. And then you, you may have to grease the pan. You may have to do all these other steps. And, 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 and all of a sudden in our minds, we just want the cake. I just want the cake. I mean, sometimes you just want the cake. How many people like, anybody like brownies? JJ, here's some brownies. 
How about red velvet cake? Eric, you, yeah. here, take that to Eric up there. And so we, we, want, the, we want the cake. We, we want the abundant overflow. See, that's what the, the prophetic word and that's what the written word, it, it kind of gives you a taste for what's yours. It gives you a taste of, of what God has in store for your life. It, it gives you a taste. See, I have a taste for what he wants for 2021 and I, I can taste abundant overflow. I, I can, I can see in the word of God, I can see when he says, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. So I, I can see that I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. I can, I can see that in the word. I, I can see that he's got a calling upon my life. He, I know that he's ordered my days. He's ordered my steps and, and I can get a picture of it. I can get an image of it. I can see myself doing the things that Jesus did and I can get an idea of all these different things. But, it, but there has to be, There has to be some holding to instructions. Last week I talked about holding to instructions. This morning I want to talk about we have to heed instruction. You you see, there's things that he has prepared for our lives. In in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, one of my, my favorite scriptures, it says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Now think about it. He, he has plans for you, sir. He has purposes for you. Because I have plans, I have thoughts and plans for you, says the Lord. That means he has some things prepared for you. If he has thoughts and plans for me, that means there's something that he has prepared for me. Each one of you in here, I, I want you to understand that he has thoughts and he has plans for you. And it's not something that, that I said, it's what he said. It's what God said. He says, I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. So that means there's something that he's planned. There's something that he's prepared. There's something that he's made ready for you. Now let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. It says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard Neither have entered into the heart of man the things, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. So it says, I hadn't seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for those that love him. But verse 10 says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Religion would say, you know, you know, you're not, you you can't see what God wants to do. You can't hear what God wants to do. You have no idea what God wants to do. Well, not according to this, because it says that these things he's prepared for me, they're revealed to me by his spirit. These things he's prepared for me are revealed to me by his spirit. And I believe the spirit of God revealed to Dr. Savell things that God has prepared for us. I believe the words that Jesus spoke and prophets that went before us, I believe they have revealed to us things by the spirit, the things that God hath prepared for us. Now this word prepared here in the, in the Greek me also can mean to have ordained. To have ordained the things that God hath ordained for them to walk in. The word ordain means to order. It means to decree. 
It means to order and it means to decree. So when, if God ordained something, he just didn't, he didn't order it, but he also decreed it. The things that he hath ordained, the things he spoke, the things he decreed, the three things he ordained. Also to prepare means to make ready. See, there's things that he's made ready for us. Now, this isn't the first time that this, this scripture was used. The Apostle Paul, when he spoke this, this this wasn't a new revelation. This is a revelation that had been from years before him because we see him really quoting Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. Isaiah 64, verse 4 pretty much says the same thing. He says the things that weren't weren't seen or heard, it, it says that they would, that he says that God would, the things that he had prepared for them that wait upon him. Isaiah says, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, besides thee. What hath he had prepared for him that waits for him? See, you know, you may not have seen it, but I want you to know God's seen it. You may not see what the end of 2021 might look like, but I want you to know God's seen it. The things that he hath prepared, the things he's ordained, the things he's decreed, and the things that he's made ready. Now, in this word, in the, in the Hebrew, the word prepare is where we get our word manufacture. It's where we get our word fabricate. The things that he's fabricated, the things that he's put together. There's some things that God has fabricated. There's some things that he's, he's working on. There's things that he's putting together. I want you to know God is working on something right now in your life. I want you to know God is, is prepared some things for you and I to step into in 2021. There, there's some things that he's, he is putting together for the church. Hello, brother Copeland said that 2021 is the year of the local church. Hallelujah. And I believe there's some things that God has prepared. There's some things that he's working on and there's things that he's made ready for you and I to step into. See, I'm still talking about the picture on the cake box. I'm still talking about the the picture on the cake box. Go to Ephesians chapter two. Ephesians chapter two. I'm going to read this in the Amplified, Ephesians 2, verse 10. So let's keep talking about the cake box. Things he's prepared, things he's made ready. Verse 10 in the Amplified, it says, We are God's own handiwork. We are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths, now listen, this is taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. So there's things that he's planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Wow. There's some things that he's prearranged. There's things that he's prearranged and made ready for us to live. Wow. 
I like the sound of that, Cassie. How about you? See, there, there is some cake. There is some cake that God has for you in 2021. <laughs> there is some good things prepared for you. There's things that God has prepared for you. Like you said, right now, you may not have seen it with your eyes. Right now, you, you may not know what it's going to look like. You may not know how you're going to get there. The thing is, we have to hold on to the cake box. We have to hold on to the fact that this year is a year of abundant overflow. It doesn't matter what comes my way. It doesn't matter even if, even if tomorrow I wake up and, I, and all, all of a sudden things don't look like they're overflowing. It doesn't change the fact of the cake box. It doesn't change the fact that, that God wants me to eat cake. There's things he's prearranged and made ready for us to, to live, for us to walk in. Let's go to Psalm 65. See, God is perfect in every way. There's nothing that God has created or done that he didn't. You see, God completes a thing and then he starts it. <clears throat> God completes a thing and then he, then he starts it. He calls those things that be not as though they are. Even though it may not be, he's still calling it that it is. He was calling Abraham the father of many nations way before he was the father of many nations. And just because your life might not look like abundant overflow doesn't change what God desires for you. Now think about it. When he created man in the garden, it said that he gave him every herb bearing seed. Meaning he already prepared everything that they would need. He blessed him, put them in a perfect environment, blessed them, gave them power, dominion, and our authority to keep it and watch over it. Gave them every herb bearing seed. Not only did he give them the seed, but he gave, put in the seed everything the seed would, that they would need for the seed to perpetuate. He prepared everything they need, needed. He formed man out of the dust of the ground. He created and he formed the garden. He made the garden and then he placed man in it. Meaning he prepared everything that man needed. Everything that they needed. And I want you to know that, that too often we're, we're trying to get God to do something when realize he's already done things. He's already established things. He's already decreed things. He's prepared things. Let's look at Isaiah, I'm sorry, Psalm 65. Psalm 65. Could read this whole, whole chapter, but I want you to see how God does things and how God operates. Let's look at verse 8. Let's read in the King James. It says, They also that dwell in the uttermost parts are afraid at thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to rejoice. Now let's look at verse 9. Thou visits the earth and waterest it. Now this is, this, is talking about, this is talking about what God does. He says, you visit the earth and you and waterest it. Thou greatly enrichest it with the river of God. 
Now, you're going to see a progression here. And this is what I want you to see. He visits the earth and he waters it. You greatly enrich it with the river of God, which is full of water. So he waters it with water that's from the river of God. Meaning this is not something that's natural. This is something that's supernatural. This is God's water. God waters the earth. He visits the earth and he waters it. He, he shows up and he waters the earth, meaning he's preparing it for something. He's getting it ready for something. And I love it, which is full of water. I mean, there's no lack in the river of God. The, the, the river of God is without lack. The, there's no ending to the river of God. At least someone said amen back there. (laughs) The river of God is full of water. You know, Psalms 46 says there, there is a river that makes glad the city of our God. There's a river. There's a river. There's some things found in God that you can't find anywhere else. It's full of water. Now, now listen to this. He goes, thou preparest them corn. When thou hast so provided for it. The Amplified says, you provide them with grain when you have so prepared the earth. So not only did God provide the water, his water to the earth. That's supernatural. Then it says he prepared the grain. He prepared the corn. And then he also, then he prepared the earth for it. Let's keep looking at this progression. It says, you water the ridges thereof abundantly. You settle the furrows thereof. You make it soft with showers. Now, let me stop there for a moment. Now, think about this. This is, this is talking about God. He waters the earth. He's preparing it. Not only that, but he provided the corn, the grain. Not only that, but he prepared the earth for it. Then it talks, he watered the ridges. What does that mean? It means that he watered the boundaries of the field, meaning that the ridges would always be available, continue to be a resource to the seed that he was about to plant. Then it says he settled the furrows. What does that mean? Furrows, what are furrows? Well, I I grew up in a town in an area where there's a lot of cornfields. And the thing is, is, is you could tell when they planted the seed. Why? Because there were furrows. There was these long furrows. So that means something had planted. So not only did he water the ridges of it and for the water, but then he settled the furrows. Meaning not only did he water the earth, not only did he provide the corn, not only did he prepare the earth, not only did he plant the seed, but then it said he watered it softly. Now think of it. This is all things that God prepared. This isn't things that, that we've done. This is what God has done. And I want you to know there's things that he has prepared and made ready for each one of us. So not only did he water the earth, not only did he provide the grain, not only did he plant the grain, not only did he water what he planted, but then it said that he blessed the springing thereof. See, God did the natural But you have to understand, then he connected his supernatural with it. See, he not just did the things what he needed to do in the natural, but then he released his faith over everything he just did. See, when he blessed the springing thereof, 
So not only did he do everything and he, he provided everything, not only did he plant everything, but then he blessed it. He spoke over it. He released his faith. He got his faith involved in what he already started. Now, as I was praying over this, the Lord also spoke this to me. It said he blessed the springing thereof. What does that mean? See, a farmer knows around the time when he should expect to see something. When something should spring forth. So the Lord also told me this, that wanted me to communicate to you this morning. Is not only did he prepare things for your future. Not only did he provide things. Not only did he, did he prepare. Not only did he plant. But he also blessed the season. Bless the springing thereof. Not only did he just bless the future of what he sowed, but he blessed the season. I want you to know that God has blessed this season to be a season of abundant overflow. Now let's keep reading. So what happens after he blessed the springing thereof? It says, you crown thy year with thy goodness. And my, and my paths drop fatness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You crown thy year. So there's things that he has prepared for this year. There's things that he's planted for this year. But also I want you to know that he's blessed this year. He's blessed this season. He's blessed this season that we're stepping into. And it says he crowns thy years. You see, when God blessed the spring thereof, then it calls forth him for, for the year to be crowned with goodness. Now, let me read to you what this means. The year of thy goodness, the Hebrew is literally the year of thy goodness, meaning a year, a a year remarkable for the manifestation of kindness. A year of abundant production. I like the sound of that. The year, the year would be crowned with thy goodness. I mean, the year would be crowned with remarkable manifestations of kindness. The year would be marked by a year of abundant production. And then it says that your paths drop with fatness. What does that mean? This speaks of fertility. Fertility attends thy going is how this could be rendered in the Hebrew. Which means God in the advancing seasons, passing along through the earth, and rich abundant springs up wherever he goes. That his paths drop with fatness mean everywhere he goes... Abundance springs up. Everywhere he goes, abundance springs up. Everywhere God goes, abundance springs up. There's no lack in God. See, 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 this is the picture on the cake box. You see, this prophetic word has so many great promises in it. But there's something at the very beginning here. And I'm not going to read the whole word, but I want you to hear this. A new era has begun and more and more signs and wonders will be seen in 2021. Now listen to this. For those who heed my voice, 
and obey my words. Heed my voice and obey my words. See, we can talk about the cake box all day long. And we can talk about everything that's available in the cake box. But there has to be surrender on our part. We can shout about the cake box. We can shout about how much cake we had in the past. And how much cake we're going to eat in the future. But according to this, it says, For those who will heed my voice and obey my words, they will experience my goodness and my power as never seen nor heard. They will see. Who's they? The ones who heed my voice and obey my words. They will see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth. They will prosper and flourish like never. Who is they? Heed my voice and obey my words. So the people that heed his voice and obey his words, it says they will experience my goodness and my power is never seen or heard. They will see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth. They will prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow. That's what they'll see. Who is they? Those that heed my voice and obey my words. So it has to get beyond just something that we're speaking and shouting about abundant overflow. We have to align ourselves with what the word is saying. Go to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. It's teaching this morning. Matthew 25. Thank you, Lord. So realize he planted, he prepared, and he blessed. And it brought forth abundance. Let's look at this in verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father. This is Matthew 25, 34. Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, listen to that. Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Repeat this after me. There is... A kingdom that's prepared for me from the foundation of the world. So we, can, we can shout about that and we can praise God about the kingdom. What, what is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What is the kingdom? It's everything that, it's everything that God offers. It's everything that God has. It's life and life abundantly. But there's, a, there's an instruction here. What's the instruction? Come to me. Come to ye, come to you, come to me, blessed of my father. See, he blessed the spring. So, so he already called them blessed. But the answer was, come, come, ye blessed of the Lord. Come, ye blessed of the Lord, inherit the kingdom. There's things, man, that's... There's so many things available in the kingdom 
So many things available that, that we see the apostle Paul that unfolds throughout the epistles of the church and things that we recognize of, of, of what we have being in Christ, the inheritance of the saints, the things that he wants to lavish upon us as, as believers and as his children. There's things that he wants us to inherit. There's things that we want to operate in. But here the thing is, he says, come ye blessed of my father and inherit the kingdom that's been given to you from the foundation of the world. Go to Exodus chapter 23, Exodus 23. Heed my voice and obey my words. Exodus 23. We all know God's heart for his people, for the Israelites, was to take them out of bondage and bring them into a land of more than enough, right? That was his heart. His heart all along was to take them out of bondage and take them into Canaan, the promised land. It was a place set apart aside for them. And, and, and there's other things we could go this morning that he told them to go out and spy out the land. And, 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 and really, he never really asked for them to come back with a report necessarily. He just go and see what I've given you. Go in to see what you're meant to inherit. But look at this in, in Exodus 23, verse 20. He says, behold, I send an angel before you to keep and guard you on the way and to bring you to the place I've prepared. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep and guard you on the way and to bring you to the place that I've prepared. Meaning I prepared things for you and there's a place I want you to step into. There's things I want to walk, want you to walk in. There's places I want you to go. There's things that I want you to inherit. There's things that I want you to walk in. I've prepared for you. Verse 21 says, give heed to him. Listen to and obey his voice. Meaning, I'm sending an angel to you, and, and what's going to happen? He, the angel wasn't just taking them by the hand and leading them. The angel was speaking something. Why do, why do I know that? Because it says, give heed to him, and listen to him, and obey his voice. See, there's things that God's prepared for us, but there are some things that we need to give heed to, and things that we need to be obedient to. Maybe there's some things you need to remove out of your life. Maybe there's some friends that you need to let go of. Maybe there's some things that you need to start doing that, that God has been speaking to you that you need to be doing. Maybe you need to, maybe there's, I, I don't know what all the things that he might be speaking to you about, but I want you to know that he has prepared abundant overflow for you. The thing is, is you and I have to give heed to his voice. Go to Isaiah 48. I'll close with this. Running out of time. Thank you, Father. Now, God, we, we know that God called Abraham to do amazing things. We, we know he called him to be the father in the faith, the father of many nations, right? And God shows up to Abraham and he, and he says, I want you to leave your father's house and I want you to go to a land that I'll show you. And what does he say? He goes, he goes, and you'll be blessed, right? And he says, what? I'll make your name great. 
and you will be a blessing. Man, I like the sound of that. How about you? He's going to make my name great. He's going to bless me. He's, he's going to make my name famous. He's going to do great things. I'm, I'm going to have great wealth. I'm going to have great riches. And we can shout about all the things that God promised and all the things that he's made available for Abraham. But the thing is, Abraham would not have received one thing if he stayed where he was. Meaning the fulfillment of the promise in his life and the fulfillment of the prophetic word to him by God would not have fulfilled if Abraham stayed put. There was going to have to be an act of leaving. And it's in the act of that obedience that caused him to walk in what God had prepared. Let's look at Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48. Let's look at verse 14 in the Amplified. Let's read this first, this first part of this verse first. It says, Assemble yourselves, all of you, and hear. And hear. Let's look at verse 15. I, even I, have foretold it. So he foretold it, meaning he spoke it. Yes, I have called him. I have brought him and the Lord shall make his way prosperous. Come near to me and listen to this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it happened. I was there and now the Lord God has sent his spirit in and with me. So what what do we see here? He's telling them to hear. He's telling, I foretold this. I called him this. Listen to this. Give heed to this. He says, I haven't spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it happened, I was there. And now the Lord God has sent his spirit in and with me. Now look at verse 17. Thus says the Lord, your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit. So profit isn't a bad word, right? Increase isn't a bad word. I am the Lord your God who teaches you. See, what we see the verses before this, what is he doing? He's teaching them. What is he doing? He's instructing them. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit. I instruct you to profit. What? Who leads you in the way that you should go. Meaning the instructions that I'm giving you are going to give you the direction that in the way that you need to live your life, the way you need to guide your life, the way you need to direct your life. I'm the Lord that teaches you to profit. See, the prophetic word that has come to us about a, a year of abundant overflow is God speaking to Dr. Savell about saying, hey, hey, I'm God. I, I am the Lord, your God. And what do you do? I'm trying to teach you to profit and show you the way that you need to go. This word is filled with God giving us direction to cause our life to go to another level. See, his word is always meant to cause you to live on a higher plane. If you're still living like you did, you know, 10 years ago, then something's wrong. If your life hasn't changed in five years, something's wrong. (laughs) 
I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to make you feel bad about you. I mean, his mercies are new every morning. I, but I want you to realize that he teaches us so we what? We profit. Our lives should never be going backwards. If our lives are going backwards, something's not right. Either God lied or we're doing something wrong. And I, 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 I pick God's not lying. There's no way that if you stick to the word and you do the word that your life remains the same. I, I can I can vouch for as long as it's 28 years now. I'm going on 28 years next month. Actually, this month in just a few weeks. 28 years. The only time my life either was stagnant or stayed the same is when I lived for Justin. Even in the natural, when, when things looked, even when it looked like I took a step back financially in some areas of my life, but I knew I was following God, God never failed to, to take me higher in a short season. He's the Lord that teaches you to profit. Hallelujah. I'm running out of time. I am the Lord who teaches you to profit, who leads you in the way that you should go. Now look at verse 18. Oh, that you would hearken to my commandment. The word hearken means to hear and do. It just doesn't mean to hear. It means to hear and do. Oh, that you had hearkened. Only, only if you had heard and done my commandments. What? Then your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river. Your peace and prosperity. If you had just done what I'd said, your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river. Wow. He said, oh, I just hear, oh, if you had just done what I'd said. Oh, if you had just aligned your life with my word. Only if you had done this. Man, your peace and your prosperity would have been a constantly flowing river in your life. In the righteousness, the holiness, in the purity of the nation, like the abundant ways of the sea. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Your offspring, and it says, and your offspring would have been like the sand of the sea. So not only does our obedience, not only does hearing or obeying the word cause peace and prosperity to flow in our lives, but it will affect the next generation. Hallelujah. It affects the next generation. I want my children to operate in abundant overflow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we align ourselves with the prophetic word. Holy Spirit, I thank you for being our teacher this morning. Thank you that you are teaching us in the way that we should go. You are teaching us. Thank you that, Lord, we align ourselves with your word today. And as we align ourselves with this prophetic word this year, I thank you that we will step into abundant overflow. I declare that 2021 will be a year of abundant overflow over the Heritage of Faith family. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you believe that this morning, give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah.